Oh my gosh, there's so much to get through today. A lot for us to talk about. Good morning. Good morning. A brand new day starts right now. Uh, it's Friday, November 4th, 2022. This is First Thing with Kevin Mano. We're four days away from Election Day. It's coming up. Some birthdays today. Celebrity chef Curtis Stone is celebrating. Bethany Frankel, Diddy, Matthew McConaughey. Ralph Macchio and Survivor host Jeff Probst are both 61 today. They both look 40 at the most. It's crazy. Uh, happy birthday to all y'all. Also in music history, 25 years ago today, Shania Twain released the album Come On Over. It got her a ton of Grammy nominations, a few wins. Uh, it had the songs You're Still the One and Man, I Feel Like a Woman on it. It was a big one. Came out on this date 25 years ago today. Okay, so you're Brad Pitt. That don't impress me much. All right, you ready? Let's go. Let's dive in. We'll start with the top story. Another update on Paul Pelosi uh, and violence toward politicians in general, really. First off, six days after that hammer attack, Mr. Pelosi was released from the hospital yesterday. His wife, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, said in a statement, quote, Paul remains under doctor's care as he continues to progress on a long recovery process. He is now home. Uh, we also found out that his attacker is reportedly in the U.S. illegally. He's Canadian and will most likely eventually be deported. Uh, and as a result of the attack, which some call an assassination attempt, security has become a major topic of conversation amongst members of Congress, not just for them, but for their family members as well. Also, on the other side of the world, there was a reported assassination attempt against the uh, former prime minister of Pakistan. He was shot in the leg. It's scary out there. Mm-hmm. On to a couple sports headlines. This World Series is more of a nail-biter than most people expected. Last night was Game 5, and the Astros pulled ahead. With a final score of 3-2, to two, they now lead three games to two. Uh, they just need one more. Game 6 is scheduled to be played tomorrow night in Houston. In football news, it's rumored that Jeff Bezos may buy the Washington Commanders, and the word is that he is in talks with Jay-Z on a possible joint venture. Jay-Z and JB... No way. Maybe they'll release a song together, too. Uh, and now an update on Kyrie Irving. If you don't know the story, I'll, uh, I'll sort of nutshell it for you. He shared a video online that is said to contain deeply offensive anti-Semitic material. NBA Commissioner Adam Silver then asked him to issue an adequate apology. He did not. He took responsibility but did not apologize for sharing the video. His team, the Brooklyn Nets, released a statement saying they were dismayed that when given the opportunity, he did not unequivocally say that he has no anti-Semitic beliefs. Uh, and now it broke last night. They have suspended him for at least five games with no pay. Yes, yes, okay. Some entertainment headlines. Now, today is a big day for Selena Gomez, and I just wanted to uh, properly acknowledge it. Her new documentary called My Mind and Me is officially out. It's on Apple TV+. Plus. She has a new song of the same name out today as well. This documentary is supposed to be very raw. She opens up about her bipolar disorder, her, uh, quote, psychotic break in 2016, her struggles with her mom, her battle with lupus, life in the tabloids, all of it. Uh, she's had a wild ride, and I, I think this will be important for people to see. It's out now. Uh, also, in addition to this song, she said that she's already written 24 songs for her next album, so expect more. Two quick things on Kanye. First, it just came out that Kanye will not be able to sell those White Lives Matter shirts that he's been handing out lately because two black radio hosts in Arizona are the legal owners of that phrase's trademark. They bought it to stop him from profiting from the term. Also, he's back on Twitter now that Elon Musk is in charge, and while he's typing a lot, he said he isn't talking for 30 days. He's taking a verbal cleanse. 
Sure he is. Uh, and by the way, I'll just mention it here since I, I brought him up. It's reported that Elon will begin those mass layoffs over at Twitter today. There has been a lot of back and forth about how many people will be cut, and it is expected that roughly half of Twitter's workforce will be let go. The People's Choice Awards are coming up in December, and we just found out that Ryan Reynolds is set to receive the People's Icon Award at the show. Uh, Forbes just released their annual list of the top-earning dead celebrities, those that earned the most in 2022. I've got the whole thing posted in our Instagram stories right now, at First Thing Pod to see it. But here are your top five. Number five, James Brown. He pulled in $100 million this year when a music publisher bought the rights to his catalog and likeness. Uh, just ahead of him on the list, Elvis. I'm surprised he wasn't higher on the list after that movie came out, but I guess his estate didn't actually make much from that. Uh, David Bowie was number three with $250 million. Again, his publishing catalog was sold this year. Kobe Bryant was second with $400 million. He continues to bring in a lot of money with brand deals. Uh, and at the top of the list, on account of that massive TV series, The Rings of Power, author J.R.R. Tolkien brought in $500 million in 2022. That's insane. Uh, and lastly here, this is a cool honor for the legendary actress Lena Horne. She was, uh, she was very popular back in the 30s and 40s and 50s for a long time. She was a big deal. She passed away in 2010. Uh, anyway, she is now officially the first black woman to have a Broadway theater named after her. The Brooks Atkinson Theater on West 47th Street is now the Lena Horne Theater. Historic. Okay, on to some movie and TV news. While J.K. Rowling is typically in the news for more controversial reasons, it just came out that the folks over at Warner Brothers are interested in more Harry Potter movies if they can work something out with her. Their CEO said they want to focus on franchises for a while, and Harry Potter is one that he named specifically. Uh, for anyone looking to save a few bucks on your streaming subscriptions, the new ad-supported tier of Netflix is live. It's here, but it seems that a handful of shows and movies are missing. Arrested Development, House of Cards, New Girl, Peaky Blinders, to name a few. They're not there. Netflix said this is due to licensing restrictions, and they are working on it. Again, it's called Netflix Basic with Ads, and it's only $6.99 a month. Uh, and on the topic of Netflix, David Letterman just traveled to Kiev for a standalone episode of his interview show. It's called My Next Guest Needs No Introduction. I like that show. And his guest on this special episode, Ukrainian President Vladimir Zelensky. The two of them sat down. It's going to air before the end of the year. Boy, there, uh, there's so much content out there this weekend. What are people going to be watching? We'll start with some of the new movies. Uh, Anne Hathaway, Jeremy Strong, and Anthony Hopkins star together in a new one called Armageddon Time. That's out now. Sadie Sink from Stranger Things stars alongside Theo Rossi from Sons of Anarchy in a new movie called Dear Zoe. Uh, Tony Collette and Anna Faris are sisters in a movie called The Estate. That's out in limited release this weekend as well. Jennifer Lawrence has a new one uh, called Causeway out now on Apple TV+. As I mentioned, that new Selena Gomez documentary is out on Apple as well. You can now stream the new Harry Styles movie. It's called My Policeman. You can stream that on Amazon. I don't have Roku, but I'm so anxious to watch this one. Weird, the Al Yankovic story is finally out. It's getting such great reviews. This is like a, like a parody of a biopic starring Daniel Radcliffe as Weird Al. It's only available on the Roku channel for now. If you have that, invite me over. In TV, 2020 has a special tonight on Black Panther. It's called In Search of Wakanda. George Lopez and his daughter Mayan star together in a new sitcom premiering tonight on NBC. It's called Lopez vs. Lopez. Also on NBC, they have the third season premiere of Young Rock tonight. Apple TV Plus has the second season premiere of The Mosquito Coast. 
Netflix has the fourth season premiere of Manifest. Uh, and then tomorrow night you have Game 6 of the World Series. If there's a Game 7, that'll be on Sunday. And Amy Schumer is hosting SNL this weekend with Steve Lacey as the musical guest. And now we move on to some music news. First, we'll start with New Music Friday. New stuff comes out on Fridays, and this is a little overview. Uh, this will be the biggest album of the week. Drake and 21 Savage teamed up for it. It's called Her Loss. It was supposed to come out last weekend, but was delayed until today. Here it is. I'm on 10 for the cake. Get a lot of love from 12, but I don't reciprocate. 51 Division, stay patrolling when it's late. 21, my Eddie, so the knife is on the gate. Elsewhere in hip-hop, a boogie with the hoodie put out his fourth album today. I mentioned earlier that Selena Gomez has a new song out. Pink has a new track as well. Avril Lavigne and Youngblood, they put a new song out today. Uh, actress and model Suki Waterhouse released her debut album today. Uh, also, actor Luke Evans has a new album out today, and he has a track with Nicole Kidman on there. They do a version of Say Something together. Barbara Streisand and Billy Joel both have live albums out today. Uh, I like these guys, the band First Aid Kit. They're two women from Sweden. They sound like they're from Austin, Texas or something, though. It's folk music. It's done really well. They have a brand new album out today as well. Band Spoon just put out their 10th studio album. Phoenix released number seven. Uh, the Pretty Reckless, they have a new one out. It's an acoustic and covers album. That's Taylor Momsen's band. In country music, Russell Dickerson put out his third album. Maren Morris released a short film today, which features seven reimagined tracks from her latest album. And we'll end with this one. The holiday releases have arrived. This week, we've got one from Alicia Keys. The album's called Santa Baby, and it's out now. Concludes New Music Friday. Oh, stop it! Stop! Thank you, thank you. In other music news, we've uh, we've got a ways to wait on this one, but we just found out that Kelsey Ballerini is going to co-host the CMT Music Awards next year for the third time. Uh, seems a little early to make that announcement. The show's like five months away, but she's coming back. Uh, we also know that Carrie Underwood will perform. The show's going to be in Austin, Texas, this time around. April second is the date. Uh, in other country news, the Zac Brown Band now includes a female member for the first time. Caroline Jones is her name. She's opened for them a bunch before. She's done plenty of stuff with them, and now she is an official member of the band. And lastly here, the ceremony is not going to air until later this month, but tomorrow night, Dolly Parton, Pat Benatar, Eminem, and Duran Duran will all be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Some additional headlines this morning before we uh, say goodbye. Do you remember the story of Gabby Petito? She went missing last summer before it was discovered that her fiance, Brian Laundrie, was responsible. Well, Gabby's parents just filed a $50 million wrongful death lawsuit against the Moab City Police Department in Utah, saying that officers could have saved her life. A statement from their attorney says, quote, The purpose of this lawsuit is to honor Gabby's legacy by demanding accountability and working towards systemic changes to protect victims of domestic abuse and violence and prevent such tragedies in the future. There was a particular traffic stop involving Brian and Gabby just before her death, which uh, her parents feel was mishandled. That's really the basis for the suit. The city of Moab said they intend on fighting the lawsuit. 
Brittany Griner is back in the news this morning. She's that WNBA star detained in Russia. She just met with U.S. Embassy officials in person for the first time in months. Uh, it doesn't sound like too much progress was made, but I would assume meeting with U.S. representatives was good for her mental state. According to a State Department spokesperson, the embassy officials, quote, saw firsthand her tenacity and perseverance despite her present circumstances. In other international news, it's official now Benjamin Netanyahu has won the election in Israel and will once again assume the position of prime minister. Uh, hey, now is when I apologize, guys. Yesterday morning, it was incorrectly reported that there was a Powerball winner. I saw that. I ran with it. I got that one wrong. There was no winner. That means tomorrow night's drawing will be around $1.5 billion. I feel like Charlie Bucket when he uh, when he thought all the golden tickets were gone. And then, breaking news, one of them was fake. There's still hope. I'm, I'm sorry that I gave you bad information. I try not to do that. Uh, and lastly here in food news, yesterday I told you about Aldi, today it's Walmart. It was just announced that in order to ease the pain of rising food prices, they're gonna offer Thanksgiving items at last year's prices. Very cool, Walmart. All right, the last one, I always end with a uh, nice positive feel-good story. I wanted to take a second this morning to highlight Tyler and Monica Slavin of Ohio, their brother and sister, who over the last six years have donated nearly 50,000 toys to pediatric hospitals. They started doing this in 2015 and their mission was to quote, help children who are in the hospital on Christmas. That's a tough sentence, but they're, they're doing amazing work. They rely on volunteers and donations. They place donation bins in different spots throughout Ohio. And this year, they're hoping to bring in more than 11,000 toys for kids at Nationwide Children's Hospital in Ohio. It's so incredible. I love that they're doing this. I love them. Tyler and Monica Slavin, thank you for doing what you're doing. We need more just like them. Really great work. And the show is over now. The show is over now. Hey! Thanks for listening. Appreciate you. Happy birthday to Gina Erickson listening in Montana. Beautiful state at Montana. I don't think I've actually been there, but I've seen it. I've seen pictures. Uh, anyway, have a great birthday weekend, and thanks for listening. I'm out of here. Back Monday. Make sure you're following the show on Instagram at First Thing Pod. Uh, and I know Ron Howard is about to reiterate this, but go ahead and tell your friends about this podcast, please. I feel like everyone could benefit from a quick and efficient rundown of the headlines. I know some podcasts can be kind of long-winded and, uh, you know, hard to listen to, but I try to keep it quick, try to keep it tight. Uh, some reminders, we change our clocks this weekend. I feel like most clocks change themselves these days, but if you have one that requires manual adjustments, don't forget. Also, if you don't have one already, make a plan to vote on Tuesday, okay? It's very important. I will talk to you Monday. Have a great weekend. Be safe. Goodbye. Please tell your friends about this show. <laughs>